0: Welcome to Understanding the Law. Your host for the program is Peter Lamont. Mr. Lamont is a business and personal law attorney and the principal of the law offices of Peter J. Lamont. The firm has offices in New Jersey, New York, Colorado, Puerto Rico and affiliated offices throughout the country. Understanding the Law is a weekly radio broadcast discussing a variety of legal topics that affect our listeners. Please note that this broadcast does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship with any of our listeners. As always, we welcome calls from our listeners. If you wish to discuss any of today's topics, please call our switchboard at 347-855-8831. And now, your host, Peter Lamont.
1: Well, good morning. It's uh, episode 77, and uh, today is obviously uh, september 11th it's the 13th anniversary of the terror attacks in new york city and on the pentagon and in pennsylvania and every year on the september 11th anniversary we take a break from our regular format and we uh, sort of reflect on the events of september 11th and so i invite people to call into the show today. The call-in number is 347-855-8831 and share your stories with us, uh, your memories. I think it's very important that we keep uh, the idea of of September 11th alive. Uh, Thirteen years have gone by, and in those 13 years, I think that whether, uh, you know, just a matter of of, of time, healing wounds, or people forgetting, uh, it's not kept in my opinion in the way that it was um, you know two three years afterwards and, and obviously i understand uh, the year after the first anniversary of um, of september 11th obviously there was a ton of people who were you know, not going to work they were uh, watching the ceremony they were down in lower manhattan and um, you know now 13 years later life moves on um, what we see down in lower manhattan is completely different than when, you know, I was down there uh, prior to September 11th and, and during the events. And um, it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget, except for those people who have lost uh, family, friends, relatives. It's never easy, and they'll never forget. But I think that as a nation and as a, a people, I think it's, um, I think it's our duty to remember this day, remember the people that died. Um, the fact is, is that over the last 13 years, there have been uh, a, a slew of, of stories concerning 9-11, and some of them not positive. We've got a lot of people that believe in conspiracy theories and that the government uh, conducted the bombings. And whatever you believe, whether it's, it's mainstream, whether it's, it's extremist, whatever it is, there's one fact that we cannot deny, and that fact is that innocent people died that day. And it's something that we should never forget. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about September 11th today. I'm going to share with you uh, my story. Everybody has a story. Um, everybody across the country has a story, where they were when it happened, what they were doing. And there are people who have stories that are far more involved than mine. But I think that it's important for, for me to share the story with, with everyone. Uh, it, it's definitely an event that changed my life. So, let me tell you a little bit about what happened uh, with my story, and see if you can relate. And then, um, you know, give a call in three four seven eight five five eight thirty one eight five five eight eight thirty one. Let's talk about it. See what you think, and um, and let's not forget. So, my story is um, probably like one of those that you've heard where people say, oh, you know, something. Uh, Changed my my destiny, or it was God or an angel or whatever it might be that 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 protected me that day, and uh, I believe in in the fact that something divine happened that uh, protected me and my family that day. So I was working at the time at a large uh, law firm in Manhattan on uh, Wall Street, and it was down uh, I, I think it was um, maybe uh, forty wall at the time. And I used to take, because I live in, in New Jersey, I used to take the train from Glen Rock, New Jersey, into uh, the PATH station, which is in Hoboken. And then from the, pa- from the train, you could take the, the PATH uh, train. So I'd take the train to the PATH train. And it was, for those of you who don't know, the PATH train was like a subway. And you'd get it in Hoboken, and it would take you under the river and into uh, lower Manhattan. And it came up in the Trade Center Pavilion. And so you'd exit the train, you'd come up this gigantic elevator, those you know, stairs, and you were down in the shopping gallery of the area um, of the World Trade Center. And, you know, the shopping gallery was, um, you know, kind of kind of nice. There was a, a Borders bookstore. Uh, there was a, a Hallmark store. Or was, I think it was a, a Thai store and, you know, a whole bunch of other things. And it was really busy all the time, as you can imagine. And for those of you who also have the experience of working down by the trade centers, uh, you know what I'm talking about. And I was there every day. You know, I would come up through the trade center. I would, you know, stop at the tie store, buy a new tie, because I occasionally would spill on myself. So I'd have to get out of the train, buy a new tie. Um, And, you know, as a young, younger lawyer, it was fun. It was exciting. The energy of the city and you're down on, uh, on Wall Street. And, you know, it was, a, it was a good time. It was a good vibe. And every day I'd, I'd take the train. I'd go up to the Trade Center. I'd go down from my office. I'd eat lunch at the Trade Center. Uh, they did the concert series in between the two towers on the pavilion. And I'd go and I'd, I'd take advantage of that. And um, just a comfortable place to be. I was there every day um would meet people for lunch and you know you never thought anything was was going to uh, happen like that so on the day of uh, of 911 my wife was pregnant and it was with our first uh, first child and i guess like most pregnant women she had very little patience for me and we had been bickering back and forth about uh you know certain things and one of them was the garbage. So there was this, this constant uh, debate that I had not taken the garbage out. And, um, you know, so I was always afraid that I was going to get in trouble. So I was walking to uh, Glen Rock on the morning of September 11th, walking to Glen Rock. And uh, as I got halfway down, I realized I'd forgotten to take the garbage out. And I did not want her to get upset or frustrated. So I walked back. And at that time, had I continued on and gotten on my train at that time, I would have been directly under the towers at the time the first plane hit. Because that's the way that the train schedule was. And it was pretty much, um, you know, you could set your clock by it. And um, so I turned around and I walked back home and I took the garbage out. And now I knew it was going to be later to work than I had wanted to be, but it it was better than having my wife mad at me. So I walked back down, got on the next train and settled in. And uh, 20 minutes later we were approaching Hoboken station and people on the train were saying that a small prop plane had crashed into the side of the World Trade Center. And, you know, I think that we as a society has, have become desensitized over time, and so when I heard that, it was shocking, but it, it wasn't, you know, uh, sinking in that it was something more significant. And so as we approached Hoboken, you could see the smoke coming out of the tower, and people were saying small propeller plane, it was a, a, an accident, and I got off the train, and I thought to myself, wow, that's a shame. Uh, But I'm going to be late for work. So I started walking down to the PATH train. And, um, you know, in 2001, cell phones weren't what they are. Today I had a very little uh, blue AT&T. It was either a Nokia or Kiosara cell phone that had terrible reception. And once I stepped into the stairwell to go down to the PATH train, I always lost reception. Uh, But on this day, I figured, you know what, let me just call my wife and, and tell her to turn on the news so I did and, and she didn't answer she was sleeping and so I said oh all right well I'm sure it'll be fine didn't even think twice and nothing dawned on me that hey maybe you shouldn't go so as I started down into the uh, the path train uh, my wife called me. and that's odd because she always slept through everything when she was pregnant and uh, you know this is typically the area where I wouldn't have reception but I did And she called me and she said to me, you know, um, I think you should hold on for a second because they're saying a lot of different things. I just turned it on. I got your message. Why don't you just wait a second? And I was torn. Do I go and be late for work or, um, you know, do I stop and and wait? And I said, you know what, let me just stop for a second. And I walked over to the area in Hoboken uh, that was along the, uh, the riverside. and and looked for a minute, called my wife back, and then uh, at that time, I saw the other plane hit. And so at this point, everybody knew now that something was was going on that was beyond an accident, and people started to panic. And and for those of you who were down in Hoboken at that time, um, you know, the the fear and the anxiety was uh, something that, I hadn't experienced in in my commute to the city, and so those of you who are down there, I'm sure that you understand what I'm what I'm talking about. And uh, I stood, and then cell phone reception uh, started to go. Nobody could make calls, and then um, at you know nine fifty nine, the, the South Tower collapsed, and I'm standing there and I'm watching this whole thing, and it's surreal, and thinking about the fact that. Had I continued on the path to the PATH train um, and not stopped, I would have been in the tower at the time the second plane hit, or um, shortly thereafter. And had I not stopped to take out the garbage, I would have been in the tower at the first plane. And and so you know, as I'm standing there, it's dawning on me what's going on. And then there was just sheer panic. And, um, you know, I remember standing there thinking to myself, I've got to get out of here. And, um, you know, it was really sort of unbelievably frightening. And they were trying to pack as many people on the trains to get them out of Hoboken. So they wanted the trains to sit. And now, at, at, you know, the National Guard was there. Uh, there were state police and, and local police. And they had set up a decontamination shower so that those people coming from lower Manhattan who were covered with debris would be able to be decontaminated. They weren't sure what sort of uh, of contaminants were there. Nobody was certain as to what was going on. And uh, so we sat on the the train and um, waited. And we saw these people coming on the train covered in debris and you know they were white. The, the the images that you've seen on TV, for those of you who were down in Hoboken and, and were actually down in Long Island, you you know what I'm talking about. And it was uh, it was it's it's somewhat surreal because you see these images on TV, and I have these uh, vivid flashbacks of what they looked like in person, and just the the uncertainty and dealing with a situation that we've never encountered before. And then while we we're on the train, um, I guess it was after the the, uh, the North Tower collapsed, which was uh, 1028, we were on the train. And then uh, there was news that the Pentagon had also been attacked. And, and I guess it was coming in, you know, dribs and drabs. And some people had cell phone service, some people didn't. So nobody really knew what was going on. And everybody was really, really afraid. And uh, I remember going home that day and, and just... Not being able to uh, to think, and the firm that I was working with had been unable to get in touch with me because I was the last person uh, or the only person that hadn't made it to the office on time because of the garbage, and they were you know afraid that I had because they knew I came up and commuted that way they were afraid that something had happened to me, and it wasn't until uh, a day later that we were able to be in contact with one another, and, and obviously they were happy that nothing had happened to me, Um, and those few days afterwards, you know, it was really uh, a a time that I can't even really explain or describe, and then we went back to work on Monday, and uh, going down to Lower Manhattan on on that Monday after September 11th was Mm -hmm. one of the most shocking days, I think, of my life. Uh, We took the, the... train down to Hoboken and then everyone had to get on boats and they'd brought up private boats, um, from along the Jersey coast as well as the New York waterway boats. And they were different than the ones that you see now. They were very small and a lot of private captains were, were either getting paid or bringing up their boats. And so you were taking everybody who was commuting on the path train and you were shoving them on these boats and they take you down, uh, to either, uh, Battery Park or to uh, the South Street Seaport and you had to go really super slow in those first few weeks because there were so many boats and we would kind of hug the, the shoreline it's not really short, uh of, of lower Manhattan and we would drive past the smoldering tower and the smell was indescribable Metal and and concrete and the smoke and you know just something that's really really um, hard to describe and I remember getting out uh, I think the first day we ended up in uh, in Battery Park and walking through I don't know maybe it was South Street Seaport the first day walking up Wall Street that's right and um, a lot of companies had set up tents I believe Outback had been working with the National Guard they set up Supply tents with food and, and for the relief workers, but it was all the way down the end of Wall Street. And uh, you know, I before going into the office, I, I walked down because I had to see it, and it was just unbelievable, unbelievable. The whole area was decimated. Uh, the papers from the offices were you know still flying around the streets. And it it was just unrecognizable, not the area that I would go to every single day. And interestingly enough, on the day before, September 10th, I had um, been leaving the office and I had meant to to stop at the Hallmark store that was in the pavilion of the Trade Center because uh, there was this handmade, I guess it was an overall set, for, for, you know, the baby and it said future lawyer on it. And I knew we were having a a boy and it was very boyish looking. And I thought, Oh, this is really cute. I'm going to pick it up. So I I meant to get it on September 10th the morning of and didn't because I was running late. And so on my way home that night, I thought i would pick it up, but it started raining in the evening of September 10th. And I remember um, slipping down the stairs into the shopping pavilion falling and sliding all the way down the stairs and being soaking wet and typical new york fashion um people just walked over me so i I sat there covered in water and and people stepping over me and i finally got up and i said all right i'll get it tomorrow uh because i was wet and embarrassed and just wanted to go home and then of course uh you know tomorrow was not the way that i planned it and um you know we worked down there i worked down there for a number of years afterwards saw the changes, saw the development, saw, um, you know, how the whole area had changed. And now, 13 years later, it's a completely different story. Uh, It's not what it was before. It's not what it was during. It's completely different. And for me, um, you know, I'm happy to see the development and the growth and happy to see things getting back to, to quote-unquote normal, if you will. But it's you know, something that I can't um, sort of wipe out of my memory. And I wasn't injured. Nobody in my family was injured. So I can't even imagine how people who lost people on this day 13 years ago feel. And I remember as, as they started um, diverting us through the financial center to get on the boats, seeing the posters and the, you know, missing signs. And, you know, I'd be trying to get home and and I'd find myself stopping and reading these signs and it was just unbelievably sad. And I I thank God that, you know, nothing happened to me. And I don't know why um, it happened that way. Because I should have been there at the time, every single day like clockwork. But those are the times that um, that I was there, and so uh, I was very fortunate. Some somebody, you know, in my opinion, I believe that uh, you know, I'm a religious person. I believe that God is looking out for me. And um, then, of course, when when I went down to the site, uh, one of the things that struck me. Was the uh, the cross that remained, and it was the steel girders that, that had um, remained in the shape of a cross. And I just thought that was um, sort of a message of hope, regardless of what religion you know you were. Um, and it was just a very very uh, unbelievable time. And and now here we are, 13 years later, and it's sort of uh, faded in people's memory and again not the people who lost family and relatives and friends but in everybody else life goes on business goes on you know it's um it's a little sad for me because I remember the year after 9-11 going down and uh sort of participating in this procession and uh walking through the um you know, the the church and, and just completely different. I felt like the world stopped that year and, and really remembered and it continued on, um, for a few years after, but now it's different. And, um, I, I think that, you know, time heals and I think people have healed, but I think that uh, we should always remember the people that, that were lost and the tragedy of that day. And, um, Again, regardless of whether you believe that it was a government conspiracy, that it was a terrorist attack, I, I've, I've seen it all. Whatever you believe, the one thing that I think we all have to agree upon is the fact that people who did not deserve to die that day died. And there's no rhyme or reason for it. And, um, you know, the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq may or may not have been necessary. I'm not a political analyst. I'm not a military analyst. I'm not going to uh, commit one way or the other. I think that, you know, obviously there was a need for some military action. Uh, but that's not my point, nor is it my, my topic today. My topic is solely the fact that innocent people died. People in Pennsylvania, people in Washington, D.C., and people in New York. And I don't want to see communities... Uh, who were once having vigils to commemorate the September eleventh attack stop doing that i don 't want to see people forget i don 't want it to i 't want to see it to to you know become uh, sort of a a Pearl Harbor because i can 't connect with Pearl Harbor. I understand the history of Pearl Harbor. I understand what happened that day, but i can 't emotionally connect to it and so My fear is that future generations are not going to be able to emotionally connect with September 11th the way that I do. And I think that it is a turning point in the world, a turning point in our history as a country. I think it's something that uh, we should really sort of um, commemorate. Uh, I was a big proponent of of some sort of day of of, uh, remembrances. Not a holiday, because it's not a holiday. It's not something you celebrate. But uh, I I do think that something should have been done for September 11th to commemorate this day and to keep it in the minds of people. Um, I I just don't want to see it fade away, because it's uh, an unbelievable story and an unbelievable series of events, and it showed courage and, and heroism and sadness, and hope, and despair, and and all these emotions that we as humans go through on a daily basis, it was all there. You know, in in one morning, people went through more emotions than some people probably go through in a lifetime, and I I just don't want to see that fade away. I want to see people remember what happened that day. And, you know, there are those people that say, well, we remember by moving forward. We remember by continuing on, by carrying on, by having a normal business day. That's, that's how we remember. We remember that we're a country that's strong, that's not going to um, be, uh, you know, uh, prevented from doing what we do. And, and I understand that. But I think that there does need to be more than just a uh, commemorative television screening of the reading of the names. uh, I do believe that they've done a good job with certain things like the 9-11 Museum and preserving the footprints of the towers. But for those of you who were there who did not lose family members, who um, share the same type story that I have, I hope that you understand where I'm, I'm coming from, what I'm feeling and what I'm saying. Uh, you know, every year, September 11th for me, is, is a day where uh, I, I pause and, and even if I try to forget it, it's very difficult. You know, I think to myself, uh, I, could have been, I could have been killed. My first son could have had no father and then there would have been no uh, other children. I have three kids, so I think about that, and I think about those people who lost members of their family, and it's it's a sad thing. Uh, I don't think we should all be uh, crying and, and sitting here depressed. I think we should obviously pick ourselves up, but I think it's a day that we need to remember uh, the events, and so uh, that was um, you know my story. That's my belief, and what we're going to do now is uh, going to. Terminate or end this broadcast today um, right before the uh, 1028 um, collapse of the North Tower. I want to remind everybody that we'll be back Monday for our regular programming. We're going to be back with uh, the Week in Review uh, Thursday with um, our Understanding Business and our, uh, our guest and um, we're also going to be adding a, uh, a couple of live shows so look for that on the website it looks like we're uh, we're coming up on 10 on 28 so uh, I'm gonna remain on until we can observe a moment of silence and then I will just uh, continue with my wrap-up announcements and uh, then we'll go about our day um, so we are adding some live shows, which you can find on the website, utlradio.com. Uh, there's a programming schedule on there, and uh, I, I encourage you to tune in and participate in them, especially the, the live events, which are going to be simultaneously broadcast on YouTube. Um, so it, it's a good idea. We're going to be doing one in the uh, later portion of the afternoon, 5 o'clock, so that uh, those of you who missed this time will be able to... Um, to participate. And now the, uh, the time is showing 10:28, so I'm going to observe a moment of silence. And and obviously this is uh, commemorating the uh, the collapse of the North Tower. Um, getting back to uh, my my wrap up announcements, I just want to remind everybody. Again, check out the website, utlradio.com. Look at the programming schedule. Uh, Participate. Join in the discussion. Um, For the most part, we have very good feedback. We get a lot of questions that need to be answered, and I appreciate that. Uh, We do this. I do this show. I do the live broadcasts on on the radio and on YouTube and the uh, interaction on the social media sites for you guys. Uh, It's to help you better understand the law. And I think that there's value in understanding your rights, your obligations, understanding business, understanding law, and, um, you know, it it requires your interaction because I need to know what topics you're interested in hearing about, what information you'd like to be provided with. Um, Oftentimes lawyers are sort of tight-lipped. They don't want to give away too much information because uh, they're afraid that, uh, you know, you're going to think they're not as mystical or magical as they are. And uh, I'm no magician. I'm trained at this. I do a good job for my clients, but I also feel as though it's my obligation from a uh, a, a, a social and community standpoint to give information to people and to help them and to let you in on the information that uh, you know others don't want you to know. I, I have videos on the YouTube channel that are uh, instructional videos showing you how, if you are pro se, uh, to in New Jersey fill out a special civil summons and complaint. There is information on the YouTube channel about your rights and uh, litigation and lawsuits and procedure and, and, and information like that. But it's very helpful for me to have your feedback, to have your input, to let me know what it is that you like, don't like, and how we can make the shows and the social media interaction better for you. Um, so, please, make sure you, uh, you tweet us, it's at PJL Law. You can find us on Facebook. All the links to the social media sites are on the website, utlradio.com. I also want to remind you that uh, on the page, there is a link to the iTunes store where you can download our free app. It allows you to ask legal questions from the app on your iPad or iPhone directly to an attorney in in my office you'll get an attorney response emailed back to you and it's a a service that we think is valuable because we don't want people surfing around the internet looking for information and getting unreliable information or incorrect information and that's why we have that uh, that app it's free no in-app purchases it's not a solicitation app we get nothing from it it's our way of giving back to the community um, so that's, uh, that's something you should do. I also want to thank our sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Audible. And uh, Audible has provided us with a special URL that entitles our listeners to download a free audiobook. What you need to do is go to audibletrial.com backslash utlradio. If you type that mm-hmm. URL in, it'll take you to a page where you can download your free audiobook. There's also a 30-day free trial provided for you. Uh, no obligations there, and we'd like to thank uh, Audible for sponsoring our shows. I also uh, want to direct your attention to the upcoming community events that we're going to be posting on the UTL Radio website. We're going to be doing a heart walk. And um, we also have some anti-bullying campaigns coming up in addition to our annual coat drive coming up in the, the later part of the fall, early winter. So look for that information. We will be talking about it um, on, on later shows, but look for that out there and um, just, you know, participate in what we're doing because that's how it's going to benefit you. I could sit and talk about things that I think are relevant, but I want to talk about things that you think are relevant. So I encourage you. During our live broadcasts, you can call in 347-855-8831. You can download these episodes. You can subscribe to these episodes on iTunes, and then you are notified when new episodes come out. So I encourage you to do all that. Um, If you have questions, if you have issues that you'd like to have us discuss, please do so by either leaving a comment under the video portion of this broadcast, which will be uploaded to YouTube uh, a little bit later on this week or through social media or directly from the website. There's a contact us section. You can communicate with us there. I want to thank everybody for listening today. I want to uh, thank you for allowing me to share my story Uh, again, albeit not as tragic and devastating as so many people's stories are. It's still an important story to me. So, I'd like to thank you for allowing me to do that. I'd like to remind everybody uh, to to never forget what happened on September 11th, and keep it in in your hearts and minds, and pass it on to your children, so that future generations understand um, what a, what a tragedy it was, and how resilient the country was, and how people in this country who for the most part, unfortunately, are out for themselves, pulled together during that time. And it was an amazing feat in the face of a very, very tragic situation. So keep it in your, your hearts and minds. Pass it on to your children. Let them know if you are able, I encourage you to take your kids, take your family down to the 9-11 Memorial. It is a, a well-done, beautiful memorial. Um, a lot of... Artifacts and information and recordings and and things that for me when I saw it um, You know it 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 brought me back to to the events and and to what I what I saw during that time, so I encourage you to do it it's sad and um, You know a lot of people sort of shy away, but I think sometimes we have to do things that are a little uncomfortable and um, I'm glad that I went so I want to uh, to just uh, thank everybody for listening today and tune in Monday, live, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Me and my co-host, Bob Hughes, are going to go over the week in review. And then we'll be back Tuesday for live legal Q&A simultaneously broadcast on YouTube. And then Wednesday evening at 5 p.m., we're going to have a live uh, Minding Your Business segment concerning particular business topics, which will also be simultaneously broadcast live on YouTube and then Thursday um, we're going to be back with uh, with guest interviews and we're going to be changing the name of the Thursday show, UTO Radio uh, Presents Understanding Business because that's what the Thursday show really has become. Uh, we talk to guests about their experiences, their successes. We talk to entrepreneurs, uh, experienced business owners you know, celebrities and um, people that have made successful lives for themselves and built their companies and built their business and we learn from them, right? Why recreate the wheel when we can take from the experiences and and you know, failures and successes of other people? And that's what the point of Thursday is. And by the way, before I go, we contact a number of people uh, in preparation for shows We ask them if they want to be guests. We explain the topics to them, and there are a handful of people that don't understand why a lawyer would want them on a show, Um, and that's why we will be changing the the title of the Thursday show to Understanding Business because, yes, I happen to be a lawyer, I happen to be a business lawyer, um, but my backgrounds in broadcasting and communication, that's what I was trained for, uh, that's what my college degree is in, and um, I think that this medium is a, a great way of reaching out to people from a community service standpoint. And so, for those people who uh, don't understand why I'd want them on the on the show, well, I think that on the Thursday show when we're talking about business and how to uh, make your business better, I think that it's um, it's really important that we get quality quality guests on. So. Look on the website, utlradio.com. Under the Frequently Asked Questions page, if we've contacted you to be a guest and you're not quite sure what the topic's going to be, why we want to talk to you, look at the website, look at the uh, Frequently Asked Questions page. It explains it there uh, very clearly to you. Uh, For those of you who might want to be a guest on the show, you can reach me at info at utlradio. Dot com and uh, you can also click the link on the home page and uh, there's a, a box down below that says uh, are you interested in being a guest click that and then we will have the programming director contact you to set up your um, interview we have a lot of good guests coming up later on in the month and into uh, early October including top chef celebrity chef um, Fabio Viviani And, um, you know, we look forward to them. So I'm going to wrap up today. Keep September 11th in your mind and hearts. Thank you for listening. And remember that there's power in understanding the law.
0: On a morning there was a freshly brewed McCafe coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not! In the distance a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward
1: the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair
0: at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the $123 menu. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.